The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. It is 3.07 on the Central Coast on this Monday, January 9th, 2022, a date I suspect that we will remember for years to come. Dave Congleton with you on Hometown Radio as we kick off another edition, another week. To be honest with you, I'm not quite sure where we're going this afternoon. I've got some guests standing by if we need them. But I thought that we would focus on what has been happening on the Central Coast and across California over the last 24 hours. Fair enough? So uh, bear with us. we got Craig here, and he's keeping an eye on traffic and weather. We'll give you updates throughout the afternoon. This is live, local, hometown radio. Let's start things off. We've coaxed him to come out of retirement we can't talk weather without involving John Lindsay. John is with us again. John, good afternoon. Good afternoon, David. Good afternoon, Craig. How are you, you guys doing on this this wet afternoon? We're good. I understand you don't have any power in Los Osos. No, we are, um, as far as I could tell, uh, both the um, the north side and the south side of Los Osos are, is dark uh, currently. So yeah, it, absolutely, absolutely, we don't have any power. Um, I'm using uh, UPSs right now for my uh, weather station and my computer system and the models and that sort of thing. I was uh, out in town taking videos, which I think are pretty fascinating, and I'll be posting that on Twitter and on Facebook here in about an hour or, what, or so. What are you seeing, John? Oh, the tremendous amounts of, of rainfall. You, you know, I, I looked at the... Um, the surface analysis charts and the upper-level charts and compared them to what happened in March of 1995, and they are very similar <laughs> in characteristics, with, with, without a doubt. And, uh, and the rainfall totals right now are, are reflecting that. Uh, right now, Camp San Luis, uh, which is right outside of San Luis Obispo there on Highway 1, has had 5.44 inches in just the last 12 hours. Uh, Los Osos has had four inches. Uh, Rocky Butte has had over seven inches of rainfall, which really isn't so surprising. Um, Lake Lopez, uh, right now those areas have seen about three inches of rainfall. And uh, Napomo, uh, Napomo East has had 4.38 inches of, of rainfall. Royal Grande, about 3.6 inches. So uh, tremendous amounts of, of rainfall just in the last 12 hours, and that's not taken in consideration the storm that we had right before this one or, of course, the storm that's coming in on Tuesday morning. Uh, so these are tremendous amounts of rainfall. Uh, the greatest rainfall amounts I've ever recorded was in March of 1995, where in a 24-hour period recorded 8.5 inches. Um, so we'll be challenging those numbers I'm, I'm sure uh, by tomorrow morning. 
And the Tribune is reporting that as of 2 p.m., 6,000 people across the county are without power. Yeah, that's not surprising at all with the winds that we had. In fact, uh, some of the, uh, the Pigeony weather stations on top of the Cuesta Grade were showing wind gusts towards 70 miles per hour. So not only uh, the heavy rain, but uh, very gusty uh, southerly winds uh, have been um, combined with, with the rain, Dave. Is this consistent with the weather across California? Are we getting it worse, not as bad? Um, no, it's been pretty consistent. In fact, I sent out a tweet this morning um, that the storm is impacting the <laughs> about near the entirely of California and, and a big chunk of Oregon. I don't recall one particular storm impacting that much real estate. Uh, up and down the uh, the West Coast, um, so yeah, everybody everybody's really taking this on the chin. Um, not only are we seeing winds and, and heavy rain, but very chaotic ocean right now as we speak. Uh, do these very strong uh, southeasterly winds, then we'll have another long period swell coming in uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, and and Thursday uh, due to these big mid latitude cyclones. Now, the National Weather Service issued a flash flood warning for Slow County through 4.45 p.m. What exactly does that mean, John? Well, there's a visory, there's a, um, a watch, and then finally a warning. A warning simply means that <laughs> flooding is occurring um, at the present time. A watch is that flooding is certainly possible a warning that it means that it's occurring right now and it sure is i mean i took some videotape of the marsh street on ramp on off ramp as craig was just mentioning and it's a mess so there has been quite a bit of flooding uh throughout san luis obispo county what's happening in morro bay what are you hearing boy in in morro bay um this morning i tried to go on south bay boulevard to morro bay and I was turned around um, because of the uh, what the, the tri bridges there um, with high tide and all the water um, coming down the, the creeks. The, essentially, the, the road was flooded out. And then I turned around and went on Turi Road, and sure enough, Turi Road was also flooded out. Um, so there was only one way in and one way out of Los Osos, and that was Los Osos Valley Road. And there are spots, Dave. Uh, driving out to San Luis Obispo, where that road was almost getting to a point where it was going to be flooded out. So um, Los Osos was getting close to being cut off from the rest of the county. But then again, Highway 101 right north of Avila Beach was also shut down with San Luis Creek. And uh, so, yeah, uh, we've seen uh, a lot of flooding really occurring er everywhere. Craig, what time did you come in from Los Osos today? Um... About, Ooh, about nine, about ten o'clock. So you came in early. What was what was it like for you coming in? Uh, it was pretty fine, except for when we got to uh, Los Osos Valley, right there by the on ramp on LOVR by the uh, car dealerships. It started getting pretty deep over there. Sure, and and you guys might recall back in 1969 that whole area flooded out, and uh, I was kind of thinking now, you know, leaving Los Osos uh, right after you pass the cemetery, um, you know, before you get to Turi Road, there's a lake now. I, I mean, to the left hand, to the south side of Los Osos Valley Road or north side of Los Osos Valley Road, 
um, there's a, a lake. I don't know what to call it. Maybe Los Osos Lake. Yeah. Um, but that, that whole area is flooded out right now, Dave. Bear, Bear Lake. So is Craig going to be able to get home? You going to be able to get home today? I don't know. I'm waiting for John Lindsay to tell me. Is he gonna be- I think so. I, I think you'll be fine, Craig. Um, the cold front has passed our area, and so consequently the heaviest rain um, has passed us. and still raining pretty hard. Um, but that rain will will taper off somewhat uh, tonight, maybe turning into some showers. And then the short wave um, after this main front's coming in tomorrow morning, and uh, that's going to have a lot of cold and unstable air. And unfortunately, when you have that instability in the atmosphere, you have a lot of convective rain showers, a good chance of thunder and, and lightning. And whenever you have supercells developing, you have those severe downbursts, yeah. and along with the downburst, which which is wind, um, along with the really intense rainfall, and maybe some hail, um, even a chance of a water spout or even a tornado wouldn't be completely out of the question. Oh dear! Um, so we'll have some pretty severe weather tomorrow morning. Yeah. John, then, John, let me interrupt you, please. We've got Greg Astle calling in from Morro Bay. Greg, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dave, John, and Craig. I um, thought I'd give you a little update since I heard Morro Bay's name yeah. discussed. What's the word? Um, I am. Uh, I'm driving around Morro Bay right now. The entire, uh, the only, the only area I can't report directly on is North Morro Bay. However, I just sat on perched on top of uh, Morro Heights and looked over towards North Morro Bay, and it's dark. The entire town of Morro Bay is without power right now. Zero power. Um, the, as far as Craig's predicament, I don't know about LOVR, but I can tell you that Highway 1 at Main Street, the Main Street exit, which is just about where the power lines go over, uh, Highway 1 from the, uh, the old PG&E facility, uh, that portion of the highway in both north and southbound directions is under three to four feet of water. Um, as are all the commercial uh, ventures that are on Main Street, affronting um, Highway 1 right there. I saw the photos so, of the Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. The, the, the reality is if you uh, live in Morro Bay and you're hunkered down in your home, good for you. If you're in Morro Bay and you don't live here like me, uh, I hope you have alternative plans because I don't think that there's going to be – I don't think the uh, – the water is going to ebb uh, enough so that the highway will be open again today. John, any comment? No, I, I think that's a, a good call. That was uh, wonderful comments. I didn't know it was so severe in Morro Bay. I wasn't able to get over there. And I haven't really been on Facebook lately because I've been trying to get this little video out to everybody. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good, Dave. So where are you going to be tonight, Greg? How are you going to get home? Well, I'll tell you, I, I went home for a late lunch, and I saw Main Street, as I was heading back to Cayucas for lunch, I saw Main Street was developing some deep water. So when I came back to my office in Morro Bay, I brought a sleeping bag, a pillow, a toothbrush, uh, forgot a flashlight, and uh looks to me like I'm probably going to be spending the night in my office tonight. Well. Um, so... I'll, I'll let you know how camping uh, yeah. Morro Bay is like, you know. Well, Greg, interesting. Yeah. Greg, I hope you'll call back later in the afternoon and give us an update. And please be safe. Will do. All okay. right. Hey, thank thank you. Craig, thank, thank you so much. Uh, uh, sorry. 
All right, uh, John Lindsay, stay with us, please. I'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, we're just talking. Dave Congleton, Craig Hill, John Lindsay, that equals Hometown Radio. Three twenty one on Hometown Radio. I'm Dave Congleton. We're making up the afternoon as we go, but there's only one topic and one topic only. What's going on with the weather? We've got the guy John Lindsay's here. By the way, Craig, what did you find out about San Luis Coastal? Yeah, San Luis Coastal will be closed again. All the schools closed. It was today as well, and it's going to be tomorrow. All right, fair enough. Uh John Lindsay is with us just giving us a take. There's no power in Los Osos. Apparently no power according to Greg Astle out in Morrill Bay. Tribune's reporting that 6,000 households in the county currently are without power. So, uh, John, uh, I've got a lot of text messages coming in. Uh, let me combine them. They're, they're all concerned about tomorrow. So can you go through the next 24 hours? What can we expect weather-wise? Yeah, but hey, first of all, Dave, um, I, I think this really illustrates the point on how important AM radio is. Because, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, know, let's, hey, let's keep the focus well, on the weather, John. That's nice of you to say. It, it really, really is. Okay, but, I appreciate hey, Anyway, that. The, the cold front is passing our area as we speak, so the, the rate of rainfall, the intensity will gradually decrease through tonight. Now, this cold front's going to be over Santa Barbara County, in a couple of hours, and it's going to really produce, unfortunately, a lot of flooding, a lot of erosion, and a lot of issues down in Santa Barbara County later on tonight. Now, um, we'll have this a short little break around midnight till about 3 a.m., I suspect, where we'll just have a few scattered rain showers. Then the next system will start impacting our area. And as I said before, this is more of an upper-level system with a lot of instability and a lot of colder air. Consequently, there's a good chance of convective rain showers and supercells developing, which means lightning and thunder, uh, strong downburst, which can certainly topple trees over because the ground is so saturated and so wet that the root systems are becoming quite weak. On top of that, you know, it's not, it's not out of the realm of maybe seeing some water spouts off the coastline. We get those more often than you realize. And maybe even a, a funnel cloud over land. What's a water spout, John? A water spout is just a tornado over the water. Okay. And they, they seem to occur a lot. I've gotten a lot of photographs of water spouts around here during, during, a, in, you know, during a period of, of a lot of instability. Now, um, an area that is really susceptible, it seems like, to tornado or tornadic activity is the Cabrillo Valley. For some reason... Uh, whenever we have an, an intense storm comes that uh, comes through, always get reports of funnel clouds or even a, a weak tornado in that area. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. I, I think the main threat with the lightning and thunder, I mean, at this point, we don't really have to worry about wildfires, thank goodness. Um, but those strong downbursts could topple trees and also uh, heavy rain associated with these systems. That's about the last thing we need at this point because that will contribute to uh, to flooding, Dave. And this will continue through the morning, uh, kind of taper off in the afternoon. Uh, we should see the showers in by, by Tuesday night, and we'll have a break in the weather on Wednesday, Thursday, and most of Friday. Then the next system will start impacting our area later on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and maybe even to next Monday. Mm. 
On the Stolberg line, listener writes, uh, rainstorms like this around this time of year happen every 25 to 30 years. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty fair. I mean, you could probably call this a 25-year event. I mean, but we don't really know. We don't have all the numbers yet, Dave. So this could be, you know, a 100-year storm or maybe a 500-year storm. But I think right now it'll probably be like a 25- to 30-year storm is probably a pretty fair assessment. All right. All right. Let me uh, stay with us, John. We've got uh, Jeff Straw calling in from the RTA. Hey, Jeff. Hey, David. How are you? We're good. So the question is, how are you and how are the buses? Well, we uh, ran into some weather today, obviously. We had to stop service about a little bit after 8 o'clock this morning due to flooding. Our yard was actually flooded pretty badly, too. But uh, fortunately, they were. it looked like they opened up some of the culverts downstream, and uh, we were able to to, uh, to have the water recede, and we're, we're able to operate out of the facility. However, there's just so many closed roads. Uh, we did uh, stop services on, um, on the regional routes, so the RTA routes 9, 10, and 12, and the 15. Uh, we, we were able to continue operating the routes in the uh, routes 21, 24, 27, and 28 in the South County area, so the five cities area. Um, same thing in Paso. Paso Robles had so many road closures, we had to stop service as well. So right now we're still under a, a, a service suspension. We know a lot of people took the bus in this morning, so uh, we're doing what we call a sweep at 4.30. We're going to run buses out of the government center, transit center. It's up on our website. But at 4.30, we're going to have some buses there. We're going to collect people and take them right home, if we can get them home. Yeah. We still can't get to Morro Bay. We can't go up the north coast. Uh, there are parts of Paso Robles we can't serve. But we'll do our best to get people home for uh, uh, for the day. Jeff, what's that website, please? Uh, it's S-L-O-R-T-A, slorda.org. Right. And, and there are service alerts right on the, on the front page there. And, and I'm wondering what, I've got about a minute, Jeff. What's going to happen tomorrow because more rain tomorrow? Well, we, we're having the drivers uh, be ready to come in. If they, if they are local to where they check in, we're going to have them come in. But uh, it doesn't look like we're going to have a lot of this stuff cleared up. Uh, we're going to do our best to operate it, but uh, take a look at the website. Please, if you do ride the RTA, please look on our website and get up-to-date information. We well, have uh, live updates. One more time on the website, Jeff. Slorta.org, S-L-O-R-T-A.org. All right, uh, Jeff, we're here all afternoon, so if you have any updates for us, please call back. We'll put you right on the air. Dave, I'll call you back. Thanks so much. All right, Jeff, thank you. John, can I impose on you to stay with us a little bit longer? Yeah, sure, Dave. All right, I'm I've got here for you. I know you are, buddy. You always have been. Oh, Let us go to California Headline News and ABC Radio News. Craig updates of time saver traffic and weather together. We'll chat for a little bit longer with uh, John Lindsay and just keep going with our live weather coverage. Stay with us. I'm Dave Congleton. This is Hometown Radio. Be safe. Where we are uh, doing weather coverage as best we can. And we are starting off with a great guest. We've got John Lindsay here talking about what happened today and what he expects to happen in the next 24 hours. Jim checks in from Atascadero on KVEC. Hi, Jim. Hi, Dave. How are you guys doing? We're good, Jim. How are you doing up there? I'm doing well. I actually uh, was at work in San Luis all day long, so I kind of maneuvered around to get through. The, the grade is really bad going northbound with a... 
multiple spots of the water and mud is just running across the road. Um, a lot of slides going southbound after you get down from the grade that are blocking the lanes, at least the one lane. Um, but I got back to Tascara. I'm over by Tascara Lake now. Uh, on Carmelita, just on the other side of the Tascara Creek, there's multiple homes underwater there. Uh, the, it looks like the restaurant on the corner of 41 and um, Portola uh, w- was flooded. The water's receded. You can see where, where the debris had washed up. Um, I haven't seen anything like this in this area right here. I'm from a Tascara. I live here uh, since 80. Uh, well, it's 82 and 83, and then again in 93 and 94 after the Highway 41 fire when we had an El Nino year. Yeah. It was, I know that uh, I talked to my brother who lives off of Carmelita uh, at about 11 o'clock, and he had, had four and a half inches of rain from 11 last night till that time this morning, and I don't know what he's had since then, but uh, Tapscare Lake, I mean, it was probably six, seven feet below the spillway yesterday. It's gushing over the top of the spillway now. It, it's fully... It's filled. I know there's one turn. You go around the, the east side of the lake, and it's right up to the road. It's just tons of water pouring in. Um, and uh, on the south side of town, I know over by Paloma Park, where there's some streams that go through there, you can see where it went up and over the road. And earlier today, I guess, when the heavier rain was happening, but it's uh, there's a lot of damage up here in the Tuscaloosa. There's a lot of homes underwater on the on the south side of Carmelita, right by the creek. It's not looking good. Uh, really John, raining hard right now. John, any reaction to what Jim is reporting? No, that's uh, amazing. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I think the storms got March of 1995 written all over it. Um, but as he's saying, this is kind of reminds him of, of the January or the uh, March 1983 uh, systems. So, yeah, very severe, David. Yeah, Jim, anything else you want to say? No, just that uh, I've only made it to the west side of town. I, I live uh, right in the middle of town, but I haven't made it down there yet. But it's uh, a lot of damage here. All right, Jim. Be safe. We appreciate the heads up. Thank you very much, sir. On the Stolberg line, uh, Avila has had no power since 6 a.m. I ran home to Avila at 1230 to grab essentials, and the creek was within a few feet of cresting San Luis Bay Drive near the Avila Club with flooding starting on the road near entrance to Pirate's Cove. Very frightening. Any thoughts on that, John? Well, it, yeah, that's what's going on with, with high tide. So, um, you know, Avila Bay um, Drive, it, it often floods there near the um, near Avila Barn uh, during uh, high tide when there is flooding. And uh, right now we, we passed high tide, um, so that has really helped out with, with the flooding situation along San Luis Creek. But, uh, yeah, we fully suspected that area was going to flood pretty severely. It always does uh, during big rainfall events, especially when, when you have uh, high tides or severe high tides, which we've been having over the last few days. All right, John, we appreciate you hanging with us this afternoon. Just one last time, please, for people just tuning in, what can we expect weather-wise in the next 24 hours? Sure. So the cold front has passed San Luis Obispo, um, but now it's over Santa Maria and heading towards Santa Barbara, and uh, they're going to be experiencing extremely heavy rain and strong winds, and there's going to be a lot of issues, especially in the burn areas tonight. Now, for San Luis Obispo, uh, we'll probably get a little bit of a break in the rain around midnight till about like 3 a.m. tomorrow morning. Then the next front 
which is a up, more upper-level, uh, low-pressure system. There's a lot of cold and unstable air. It's going to produce a lot of instability, and that's going to be uh, uh, cause the, the rain to be more convective in, in nature, uh, which means we'll probably get lightning and thunder, even a chance of uh, some water spouts off the coastline, maybe some tornadic activity uh, in Cabrillo Valley, which always seems to attract that sort of phenomena. And with, uh, with the thunderstorms, um, you could have very strong downburst. And with the soil being so saturated now, uh, we could see quite a few trees toppling over. And then, uh, of course, with those uh, strong rainfall amounts, that could definitely cause localized flooding uh, again. Um, so we're not out of the woods. Uh, it looks like we're going to be uh, you know, going through a lot of severe weather through tomorrow morning and finally tapering off by... Uh, uh, by tomorrow night. Mm. Um, kind of a, a tip, though, David, if you're worried about your food in your refrigerator, the first step is don't open your refrigerator, but try to get down to the grocery store and buy some bags of ice and uh, put those in your freezer and also put some bags of ice in your refrigerator. And if you keep the door closed, that will keep a lot of your food from spoiling. Mm. Um, you know, <laughs> I did a study on Thanksgiving, if you buy a big honking frozen Thanksgiving turkey, you know that takes around three days for it to thaw out in your refrigerator. So that that's another um, kind of you know idea is to put a big frozen turkey in your refrigerator, and that should keep keep you good to go for at least forty eight or seventy two hours or so. Uh, good advice, John. Last question on the Stolberg line. Uh, listener wants to know if the workers at Diablo Canyon are able to enter and exit on the Avila Beach Road. What I heard from some friends is they've been able to, and um, yeah, in fact, uh, they're telling a lot of non-essential workers that's probably best of you to stay home um, today. And I don't know about tomorrow, um, but they did a early release, early work release, just to get everybody home safe and sound. Sounds good. All right, John Lindsay, and if there's any uh, weather developments, I know that you'll call in this afternoon. Let us know what's happening. Yeah, and Dave, I got a couple of battery backups on my cell phone, um, so I'll, I'll be here for you guys. If you have any questions, just give me a call, and, and I'm always there for you. Of course you are, John Lindsay. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, John. Be safe. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. All right, you're listening to Hometown Radio. We'll, uh, we'll continue right after this. KBC News Talk Time is 344. I'm Dave Congleton. It looks like at 405, we're going to hear from both the uh, police chief and the fire chief of San Luis Obispo and get their take on everything. Uh, first up, though, we're just uh, talking about the big story. Uh, we have been watching this bench in Shell Beach at Margaret Dodd Park. And I understand that our friend Taryn Collins, who lives in Shell Beach, is there now. Taryn, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dave. How are you? All right. The question is, how are you? You're the one outside. Well, I'm actually taking um, shelter in my car good. as I'm staring at the still-standing bench. Hmm. For people who don't know the story, what has been happening with this bench the last few days? Well... On Thursday, a small crack formed, and a few of my neighbors and I were keeping an eye on it, 
And I guess by Friday morning, it had widened enough that a photographer who visits here often called the city of Tisno Beach police department and let them know that it's probably too dangerous for people to be sitting on it. And thank goodness for the city of Pismo, they've been out here a lot, putting up barriers and then bigger barriers. And then last night, my friends and I, who like to play music at this event, were saying goodbye with some songs when they moved the barriers back even further. Well, is this is this all related from the storm? Yes, completely from the storm. I mean, it, before the the series of storms, so I guess Thursday it wasn't raining. I don't. I'm trying to remember. I don't, I don't think we've had this much rain on the central coast since I was a child here. But um, well, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I think it was the series of storms and. I'm afraid this last one's going to be the end of the bench. Uh, and locate this for our listeners, please, Taryn. When, where exactly in Shell Beach is this? I'm right at the corner of Ocean Boulevard and Palisades Avenue. If you know the Margot Dodd, Dodd Park, which is the one with the little gazebo. Yes. Which a little bit north of Dinosaur Caves Park. So you, you just go a little north of the gazebo, and there's a series of benches along the bluff here. This particular bench was the favorite of ours to put on music jams because it had a lot of room <laughs> before the storm. I mean, it's, it's eroding away. Um, every few minutes, there's more coming down, it seems like. So. And so we uh, stress to our listeners the obvious that Stay away from the bench. Don't. I couldn't emphasize yeah. more. Definitely, it's not safe. They've actually kept people now off anywhere near the, the bluff, and they've put no parking signs all along here. I mean, it's a long stretch. I think they're worried about a lot more of the bluff sailing. How How is it in Shell Beach? Do you have power, Taryn? Yes, I can't believe it. We often are the first to have it go out, but we have power uh, so far. It is still pouring rain now. It's It's been raining hard all day. Some people are comparing this to the storms of 95. Well, you know, I think that that is a really good comparison. I'm also thinking back to the storms of 1967 when... The underpass, I don't know, in San Luis Obispo, where Johnson Avenue goes under the railroad bridge. Yes. Um, that filled up overnight. It was fun. Uh, exciting. Hmm. All right, Taryn, we appreciate the update. So we're getting ready to say goodbye to the bench because yeah. it's just a matter of time. And then it's just going to crumble into the ocean. It will. It will. It, but, you know, the music will never end. So... Think, we have to say goodbye to some things. Dave, thanks for covering the storm. I really appreciate it. Sure. Um, I think we just need to get a new bench there. Oh, definitely. And then we'll make it our own again. Yeah. All right, Taryn, be safe. Thanks for checking in. <laughs> you bet, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. On the Stolberg line, a friend is stuck in Morrow Bay as Highway 1 is closed both north and south. She said the McDonald's there is very busy. Um, 
Mark is texting in on the Stolberg line. Hi, Mark. San Luis Bay Drive is closed from the stoplight southbound from Avila. Thank you for letting us know. Uh, Also on the Stolberg line, please do not overwork our first responders. Yes, and that's one of the messages of the show today is stay home. Just stay home. If you don't have to go out. Uh, Another listener is uh, texting in on the Stolberg line. We had a huge storm back in 2001. That may be. Personally, I can barely remember yesterday. I do remember the 95 storm because all the flooding taking place up in Cambria. Francine is checking in on KVEC. Hey, Francine. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm safe at at home, thank goodness. But I did have to uh, make a trip to Santa Maria to work. And at 11 o'clock, I was listening to all of the closures and i just thought i got to get home so but anyway the main reason i'm calling is to just let everybody know to um keep in mind that um hospitals are going to be having staffing shortages and um to just keep that in mind less people on the road less accidents um but we just got like a mass communication they're trying to assess within the next 24 hours who is going to be able to get to work and who is not going to be able to get to work and i put my number two in for i'm not going to go to work tomorrow (laughs) in this rain i was white knuckling it the whole way there and back what was it like coming back today francine um it actually wasn't as bad as going down early this morning around seven o'clock but coming back i um got off the road at uh traffic way in arroyo grande and took 227 because i uh knew that Avila Road, the freeway was stopped. They were trying to get people off the road because it was uh, flooded. And so I went through 227, and there were parts that were uh, flooding, you know, along the side of the roads and into the road, but um, there wasn't that much traffic. Uh, I was more worried about all the eucalyptus trees, you know, going through there. (laughs) Um, And then driving up the grade, it was just... um, it was scary, but it was just slow. Most people were driving fairly carefully. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, well, there were people that were still going a little, you know, every so often somebody would be zipping by and you'd, everybody's kind of shaking their heads. But when I drove down, there was flooding. All, uh, this morning there was flooding at uh, the bottom, I think it was just south of uh, Reservoir Road, where the the slow lane was flooded out. And... Uh, they had policemen there, a couple of couple of areas. So, do you, have, do you have power? I do have power. Can't believe it. What part but, of Atascadero? Yes, what what side I'm, are you on? Um, I'm on the east side by San Anselmo on San Anselmo Road. Okay, which is yeah, towards the north end of town. See a lot of flooding yeah. up. Are you seeing any flooding up there? Um. Not yet. Well, so uh, I got off the freeway, uh, I think at um, Kerberil, and I drove El Camino, and at the bridge by uh, Highway 1 off-ramp, or on-ramp, I guess, off-ramp and on-ramp, it was completely flooded. They had a fire truck blocking, so you couldn't go through there. I think they had Santa Barbara Road closed, not the off-ramp, but the road down south. Um, and that was that was probably around twelve fifteen or so, and I'm sure it's worse now. 
Uh, but you're staying home. Cool. Good. Smart I am move. staying home. Absolutely. Smart move. <laughs> I was kicking myself for driving to work to begin with this morning, but I kind of have that work ethic. But when I heard all of those alarms and the notifications going off about flooding, I just said, I've got to get home. Otherwise, I'm not going to make it home. Yeah. So. Be prudent. All right, Francine. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it very much. On the uh, Stolberg line, 101 South is now open. CHP is on scene for the northbound closure. Okay, but I'm not sure exactly where that is. And uh, Craig is fielding phone calls, so I can't go to him on that. We're uh, doing live uh, weather coverage because this is the topic. There, you know, we were going to have Michael Aaron Woody today, and we we're going to have Debbie Peterson and Rich from Morro Bay. We're going to talk about the border. All of them are very important issues, and I promise you that we will talk about all of them this week. Meanwhile, Chuck is with us in San Luis. Hi, Chuck. How are we doing, Dave? I'm fine. I'm here. I'm safe. I, w- I want to give some uh, uh, accolades to the city of San Luis Obispo for putting up the uh, these four-ton uh, white uh, cement things that are between the freeways. Uh, they put them up someplace in town on Marsh Street and on Higuero Street and diverted the water into the creek. And that's the first time they've done this in 52 years that I've been living in San Luis Obispo and 45 years since I've owned the corner of Marsh and Higuera. And it absolutely saved. Uh, we went ahead and put up the floodgates at the House of Bread, but uh, uh, it, nothing came down there after I got there at about 9 o'clock this morning. And uh, the frame shop across the street flooded inside and out. Oh. And uh, mm. the House of Bread parking lot got mud and debris in it, but it none went into the uh, building at uh, the House of Bread. But the, the city finally figured out uh, how they could save all of our businesses down there. I just wanted to give them a, an accolade because I am not too much for the city of San Luis Obispo. I've had more problems than anything. But, boy, they did something right uh, this year for that flood. Well, it sounds like, uh, just listening to you, Chuck, they acted quickly. They made a difference in that neighborhood. They, Oh, they absolutely made a they, – they, I cannot even tell you how much uh, uh, money they saved the people that are down there. Uh, because, believe it or not, the corner down there has never been flooded by the creek. The, uh, the flooding has always occurred coming down Higuera Street and uh, Marsh Street, uh, but never the creek. And I've been through – this is the third time I've put up uh, – uh, floodgates at that location, and the, only uh, once before uh, did I ever need them. And it came up about three feet uh, at the corner of Martian Hike era there. And the flood level, the 100-year flood level that I had to uh, build by was three feet, 3.7 feet, uh, which is about the door handle on the door of uh, San, uh, uh, the House of Bread. It used to be the San, San Luis Floral uh, location. I remember that. But the yeah. city just, I can't can't compliment them enough for coming up with that idea. Well, I hope so that, anyway, I hope when things calm down for you, Chuck, that you'll go on the city website and send an email to the mayor and the city council and the city manager and let them know. I probably will, because I really appreciate it. Yeah. You'll, you'll never know. We always bitch when they screw up. I know. We should compliment them when they get it right. Amen. I will. How's your house? I thank you. How's your house, Chuck? Uh, the house is fine. I live on... Uh, uh, O'Connor Way, and I'm 
uh, I'm flooded out here to say the least, but uh, nothing is going to happen to any of my, I have three rentals in my house on five acres and it's absolutely flooded, but uh, none of the houses are in danger. All right. Chuck, thanks for letting us know. Please be safe. Okay. Thank you, sir. Craig, let's remind folks about San Luis Coastal. San Luis Coastal, the the schools will be closed tomorrow. And uh, they were closed today, and it's going to be continuing into tomorrow. So while you're on the phone, we have the text. 101 South is open now. CHP on scene for the northbound closure. Is this in Morro Bay? Uh, I don't know. You're you're informing me now. i got to get over there. Yeah, I don't know. That's all the texture says. Um, Also on the text line... San Luis Creek had become the drainage for the city of San Luis Obispo. What could possibly happen downstream? Uh, I, I can't answer that. <laughs> so let me um, get you ready for the news. ABC Radio News is coming up. Craig is keeping an eye on all the latest weather. We just had the complete forecast from John Lindsay. More rain on the way. We're asking you to please be safe. That if you don't have to go out these next 24 hours, please do not go out. And if you are going to go out, just uh, slow down. uh, Be safe. When we come back from the news, I believe we're going to be joined by Fire Chief Tuggle and Police Chief Scott to get their take on everything happening in the city. And then we will see wherever the afternoon uh, takes us. Uh, Ted Reuter We'll have that interview for you at 6.05 from Noise Free America. Ted is uh, focusing on new laws in California designed to curb the noise. Uh, So that part we will keep up. And uh, we will welcome your phone calls and read your text messages at 805-543-8830. And you can even call us toll-free at 800-549-5832. As uh, let's all get through the storm together and everyone just be safe. You're listening to Hometown Radio for the Central Coast. It is the Dave Congleton Show. We'll be back. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.